millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to the World in Sport. I'm Vinnie Wiley. This week, a Papua New Guinea delegation visits Tonga to help with the Pacific Games. Disappointment at the Wellington Sevens. And Samoa's Kiwi FC qualifies for the Oceania Champions League. But first, the Papua New Guinea Football Association admits it had an inkling something could be wrong with the visa applications for the senior women's football team. PNG were forced to withdraw from the Oceania Olympic playoff after the squad did not receive their visas in time to travel to New Zealand for the return leg. The CEO of the PNG Football Association, Demerit Maleng, says the players arrived at the airport to find out they could not board their flight. We were expecting that something was not right because we couldn't trace the progress of the visa. And on Sunday, we couldn't get on the plane. How long before the team was due to fly out did the application for the visas get put through? I cannot exactly say when it was put in, but we were hoping and we were investigating that part of the, uh, the issue at the moment. But, I mean, obviously the team won the Pacific Games in July. How can it get to the point where, you know, such an obvious task wasn't completed in time? There was other issues besides getting this particular qualifier sorted out. Yes, we know they were going, but when they were going to go, it was another issue. Are you concerned at the prospect of PNG FA being fined and, and potentially having teams suspended from certain competitions? Yes, those are possibilities. Obviously somebody at PNG Football was um, responsible for getting the visas um in in time and having them process. Do you know who that person was? I know who that person was, but I'm not going to name names. While the investigation is going on, I'd like to say as, as little as possible in relation to how the situation has come about and how we're going to try and, and, and sort the issue out and try and avoid getting a hefty disciplinary case from FIFA. We have to establish what had happened and what went wrong and who is at fault and uh, all, the, all the questions about who and what and why and all this. When do you expect the PNG FA's internal investigation will be completed by and when do you expect to hear the findings from FIFA from their disciplinary committee? We should know something by Monday, Tuesday. We're preparing to submit our document before the end of next week. Obviously this has caused a lot of embarrassment for PNG football and there have been various people that have said uh, whoever's responsible should be sacked and uh, some people need to be held accountable. Uh, I mean, do you think that is a fair comment? Uh, yeah, I mean, everybody's entitled to his comments. We cannot deny that there were errors in the processing and what has happened. We, we cannot say we didn't do anything right or wrong because I cannot say what was wrong and what was right until the investigation is completed. But what has happened has happened. That's the CEO of Papua New Guinea's Football Association, Demerit Maling. A Papua New Guinea delegation spent four days in Nukualofa assessing Tonga's Pacific Games preparations. The construction of venues in the kingdom remains behind schedule, while the government is also struggling to find the funds required to pay for the upgrades. I spoke with Tonga's Sports Minister Fe'al Vakata during the PNG visit. They are currently looking at the facilities, and they will be uh, helping up with the National Stadium, 
And also the high performance uh, here in Tonga, I, I understand that they will assist with that too. That's mainly what they're here for. So will they be involved in getting people to build those venues? Because I know that there was some uh, help from the Chinese that was going to happen as well. Is that are the Chinese still helping also? The Chinese are going to build the Tonga High School. That's the phase two of their donation to build the new Tonga High School. The new school is to build the sports complex for Tonga High School. And that will be used for the games in 2019. And uh, the New Zealand government's also, or some, some workers from New Zealand are also going to be doing some work as well? My understanding, and New Zealand had uh, donated two million uh, New Zealand dollars, in which the organising committee had used about point eight of that two million dollars with consultation and and the master plan. But uh, I believe so that the New Zealand was going to some of the New Zealand workers will be uh, assisting with New Zealand. That's uh, what I understand now. So the New Zealand government has helped out in some way. The Chinese government is yes. building at Tonga High School. And you've got PNG yes. looking at helping with the main stadium. Is the Tongan government or the organising committee, are you guys paying Papua New Guinea money to do all this? No, no, it's all Papua New Guinea donations and assistance. So this is purely Papua New Guinea's government and sporting bodies doing this yes. out of goodwill for a Pacific neighbour? Yes, yes. How long has this partnership with PNG been in the work? Tonga has struggled somewhat in their preparations, and I know you guys are trying to find additional funding and trying to get uh, the construction process back on track. Uh, has this always been something that was in the works that you would get help from PNG, or is it a case of you've reached out in a difficult time and, and they've been happy to you know, help? It's successful happening, Nazan, uh, that, that uh, we'll, we'll just uh, seek the, the assistance of the government of Papua New Guinea and uh, they're willing to help us uh, build the national stadium. The Games Council have said to keep things realistic. Um, how much money at this point do you feel you're going to need to put on a successful Games and get everything built? And uh, how much do you have at the moment of that? From the last estimate, I know it'll be 115 for the a million uh, US dollars for the facilities. And so far, uh, New Zealand and uh, PNG and China have assisted. Uh, I'm not sure for the, for the rest of the fund that we need, uh, but uh, we will keep a knocking on doors. Uh, then we have to look at other means and how we can uh, fund it. So just to clarify, was that was that 115 US million or 150? 115. And uh, how much of that do you have at the moment? don't really have uh, an exact figure specified from PNG and uh, also for China. Uh, I understand China is, assisted, is going to assist with $30 million, I think. It's not really sure whether it's US or Tom and Tahanga at the moment. But, uh, and then the PNG, I, I think we'll be looking at maybe 70 or 60 to 70 US dollars now. How confident should the public be that this will get done? Well, there aren't that many big facilities that we are going to build. The major ones is the main stadium and from a high school in which China is going to assist us. And now PNC is going to assist us with uh, the main stadium. And uh, the other big one then is the golf course. The main stadium is the, the major one that we're looking at. Now PNC is going to assist with it, so I think it'll be okay. That's the Tonga Sports Minister, Fiau Vakata. Fiji and Samoa have been left to lick their wounds after coming up short at the Wellington Sevens. Fiji relinquished top spot in the series standings after being thrashed by South Africa 31-0 in the Cup semi-finals, while New Zealand went on to defend their Wellington title.
Coach Ben Ryan told reporters it was a tough result to take. It was a little bit like you know a boxing. We never got to throw any punches against Africa. You know we were just stuck in the corner a little bit, getting frustrated um, and frustrated by their tactics as well, which was credit to South Africa. Flooding breakdowns, bodies all over the place, making it hard for the referees to referee it. And, um, and they just suffocated us. And sometimes when you're suffocated, you've got to try to find that air from somewhere. And we didn't. And, and that meant that we weren't clearly thinking. We played too tight. We didn't move the ball into the spaces that we normally did. And Safka's game plan worked brilliantly. And um, that was that. Take your, take your medicine and uh, you know, we learn from it and we make sure when we play Safka again we don't repeat that. You know, I mean, six games now against Safka, we've won four of them, we've got a good record against them, but you know, you're only as good as your last game and um, I think I consider South Africa as our last game, perhaps not England. Were you, were you surprised by the tactics or was it just the case of the execution? That... Well, I mean, look, 30 seconds into the first half, we dropped the ball over the line, would have taken us 5-0 up. Um, then we had a penalty that straight away that, that, that seemed a strange one and then that capitulated by having another one uh, and they scored a couple of tries uh, and then we started to, to play catch up badly <laughs> and when, you, when we played catch up badly we played too narrow, we forced passes, we didn't get to the edges quick enough and South Africa were you know, throwing bodies into breakdowns and getting away with a lot of stuff and that's the way it is sometimes. Uh, so you know, like I said earlier, you know, when you concede four tries in a, in a game yeah, you, you might you might have a moan about one or two decisions, but overall, you know, one team won it fair and square in the end, and they were better than us. And I thought uh, Quagger Smith, in particular, was absolutely outstanding against us, and was a real difference. When, when was the last time you've been beaten that badly? Do you think? Actually, probably once we'd won the world title in the semi-final against Australia, when you know the the boys were mentally drained and let that one go. Um, apart from that. We haven't really had any, you know, I haven't had any uh, score lines for, you know, for Fiji or even, in, you know, for England. That's, that was quite a lot. But again, you know, it was, you know, the last try, you take that away. I mean, I, you know, it was, it was one of those that was a bit of a coach killer. It was a bit of a, um, a flat performance. I didn't see it coming. We'd prepared well. Uh, we'd had a good game against USA. But we just didn't react to what Plan A was for South Africa, and unfortunately, a few things didn't quite go right, and it just was, uh, you know, turned into a plane crash, and that's what happens. It's never one one thing in particular; it's four, five, six different things that's that's going wrong, and uh, you nosedive, and we nosedived. Ben, you've got Argentina, Samoa, and France. Mm. What do you think of mm. that? Well, firstly, I looked at it and oh, that's okay, and then I looked at it again and thought, oh, that's quite tough. Um, you know, France. Uh, semi-finalists obviously Argentina have been a finalist played them now four group games in a row um, you know so you know that's a, our balls seem to be uh, bouncing together in those groups and uh, and Samoa who I think getting better and better and you know what it's like Fiji Samoa it's like England Wales Australia New Zealand and um, Samoa will have a lot of support there as we will next weekend um, the boys want to defend the Australian leg of the World Series. You know, we are holders, whether it's in a different city or not. We're going into a second week where we've got a point to prove. Uh, we've still, you know, we've played, what, 18 games now in the World Series and, and we've won 16 of them. So our record's pretty good, but, uh, you know, what sticks in my mind and probably everybody else's mind is that loss to South Africa. So let's get back on the horse next week try to con continue to have this 100% group games that we've had now, 36 games in a row we've won in the group stages, 
Uh, if we can go 39 and put ourselves in the mixer for, for a quarter-final, then we just need to have a better day two than we did today. Having finished bottom of their pool, Samoa won their final four matches against England, Wales, Canada and Scotland to claim the bowl title. Coach Damien McGrath said it may not be obvious, but they are making progress. We have this habit of taking our foot off the off the jugular you know, and, and allowing teams back into the game. And you know, we, we held on against Wales. Um, it looked as though we were down and out because we, we only had nine fit players, which meant we only had two replacements. But uh, the performances against Canada and Scotland were probably as good as we've done. You know, we kept them to one score and the players gave everything and played some good rugby. What does that do for the confidence of your team? That obviously, you know, they're obviously in the back of their minds yesterday, they're thinking, can we hold on to a lead even when you get one? And as you say, a number of injuries you've had in previous tournaments and here in Wellington um, to, to come through some difficult uh, times within matches and being down a player or two uh, and to come out the other end, win your games, win a title, albeit the bowl title. Uh, you know, it's ninth place, you're 11th on the standings going in, so it's small progress, small improvements. Yeah, and we started off with a with the shield at the last time we've got the bowl here you know, we're going forwards in a, I don't count the USA game where we were robbed with another controversial decision as a loss we, we lost one game in the whole weekend that says a lot to me the players have got a great deal of confidence out today they, they realise with nine men they're as good as teams that are putting out 12 it's a mindset You know, it, it's understanding what professional is not just being paid to be here or it's, it's about being disciplined on and off the field and uh, they, they held their discipline the longer the tournament went on, so that's really pleased me, and it gives me great hope for the future. You know, we we've only got a small squad. It's keeping them healthy is the the biggest issue for us at the moment. And the physicality of a tournament like this, we've talked in weeks and months gone past about how demanding this series is. Uh, is it is it going to be a light start to the weekend, Sydney, just so you can I guess get yourself through and cotton ball? You were saying earlier in the week about making sure these guys will be all right come day one. Well, yeah, I mean, part of the success of sevens teams is how you manage your players in the second week because the weekend takes a lot out of teams. So, you know, we, we'll we'll just take it day by day. You've just got to do enough to get them ready to play. So how do you build on Wellington in Sydney? You mentioned, obviously, small improvements, shield, bowl. Do you raise your, raise your expectations next weekend? Well, we were disappointed not to get a quarter-final place. We look to get a quarter-final place as a, as a minimum which shows that we're, we're fighting at the top table. So our biggest aim, biggest goal of the weekend will be to get a, a top eight place. And uh, here in Wellington, obviously, lots of talk about Sonny Bill, etc. Uh, next weekend, Quade Cooper. So more of these names, we've talked more of these 15s names coming in. I guess it just adds even more, I guess, a, a little bit more interest and uh, intrigued as we count down to Rio. Next weekend, it sounds and looks like it's going to be fantastic. A sellout, Quade Cooper, you know, another big name. You know, which adds that little bit of gloss on the tournament. It's, you know, everybody's excited. We're all looking forward to it. That's Samoa's Sevens coach, Damien McGrath. Samoa club champions Kiwi FC are confident of holding their own in the Oceania Champions League football competition. Kiwi won the OFC preliminary tournament at the weekend to advance to the Champions League main draw in April. Martin Tamasese's side last competed in the regional championship two years ago and he says it's good to be back. It is a privilege uh, to win this preliminary uh, round, and uh, our boys are really uh, happy, and uh, we're now uh, progressing and uh, get ready for the second stage. Yeah, you've got a couple of months until the Oceania Champions League main stage uh, in New Zealand, in Auckland. Um, so what will the next couple of months entail preparation-wise? Uh, you've got a domestic league starting up soon at home? Uh, yes, our national league will be uh, starting uh, this month, 
February, and uh, we already uh, gave all our programs and uh, our training programs for our overseas base players for them to uh, work on. But uh, for us, the locals, uh, we're going to put together our team and prepare for our National League. And also, uh, we will be uh, planning a camping for two weeks before the, the second stage of all week in New Zealand. Yeah, because you have a, a number of overseas-based players, and I think you only got the one training session in before your first game in the preliminary tournament. So I, I, I guess it must be pleasing that you were able to gel and, and come together as a squad so quickly. There was a problem about uh, our team in the first place. It's lucky that uh, we still manage and um, play well uh, for the preliminary. But now uh, we uh, set everything for our second stage, so it will be uh, a good uh, preparation for us. And I, I guess in the preliminary, it's always Kiwi and Tupapa, a bit of a rivalry there. You got the edge over them this time. Uh, us and Tupapa uh, rival every time we play. As I said, it's, uh, it was really uh, good for us to uh, still manage and uh, putting together our team and then win Tupapa for this uh, preliminary. Do you anticipate any changes to your squad for the Oceania Champions League, or will it be pretty much the squad that you've just had? We have uh, some uh, overseas players that uh, didn't um, available for this uh, first stage that will be uh, recruiting uh, for our second stage. So uh, most of our players that we have today, uh, we will still uh, go with them, and, but uh, we will uh, be recruiting uh, some for our second stage. And uh, in the O-League, you've got Nandi from Fiji, you've got Magenta, and you've got uh, Tafana, both of them coming from uh, French Polynesia. So um, what do you know about that opposition? We haven't played with these uh, three teams uh, before. We were in the O-League uh, in uh, 2014, but we play um, the other teams from uh, New Caledonia and uh, Tahiti. But uh, this will be the first time that uh, us and these three teams uh, will, will be played in the uh, second stage. So I know uh, they, they are uh, good teams, but uh, for sure we'll be uh, preparing uh, really well uh, to be uh, competitive with, with this team. And uh, Martin, having missed out on last year's O-League and, and now you're back, as you say, after two years, uh, what did you learn from that experience in 2014 and, and uh, what are your expectations this time around? The problem that we had uh, for the last O-League that we went is because uh, most of our players playing the first stage in American Samoa, wasn't available for the second stage because of their clubs. But now uh, we, um, after our preliminary in Cook Islands, we've talked with uh, our boys, and uh, they are all willing and uh, want to uh, be available for the, for the second one. That's the Kiwi FC football coach, Martin Tamasese, and that's the World in Sport for this week. I'm Vinnie Wiley. As always, thank you very much for listening. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.